how would I treat myself if I were pregnant? Okay, I would feed myself better. I would make sure I would eat well. I would make sure I would slow down. I would prioritize my body and make it number one, make it first. The struggle, the challenge is to trust fully that the things that I desire are on their way and coming when I don't see evidence. The Embody Podcast accompanies you on your journey of remembering and embodying your true nature, integration and alignment with your vibrational clarity, self-love, and living a life of beauty and wholeness. It's a menu of transformative healing tools, experientials, meditations, and practices from a blend of family constellations, somatic therapies, and holistic and spiritual practices sprinkled with vulnerable conversations with people who have the courage to be themselves, Alive Now episodes with updates on my personal process, and reverie episodes that are spiritual succulents that honor, reveal, hug, shake, or stir you into love. I'm your host, Candice Wu, integrative and intuitive healing facilitator and artist. If I were pregnant, I would treat myself so much better, is what I said to myself years ago when I was learning to love myself and take care of myself. And I heard that out loud and I thought, well, why couldn't I do that now, even though I'm not pregnant? And I didn't want to be pregnant at the time. I just wanted to have a reason. Something in me felt like I needed a bigger reason to truly respect and honor myself a reason bigger than me, which is silly. <laughs> I'm onto rhymes because I've been writing poetry lately, and uh, Amanda Gorman has truly inspired me in so, so, so many ways, as well as the world of rap music, especially the old school rap like Regulators, Warren G, uh, Snoop Dogg, and Bone Thugs. Who out there <laughs> listens to them? You know, the one with the gunshots. I think that's Thug Love. Anyway, I do like rap a lot and I like playing with words, uh, but I'm sidetracking. Well, actually, I'm not because this whole episode is about playing with words, playing with the concepts in your mind so that you can play with the energies that you inhabit and that you hold and are in your body. So it's about playing with that. It's like taking a word, you know, when we play with words and make puns in spoken word or rap or in rhymes, it's like taking your life and playing with it so that you can have something different for yourself, something that actually feels more whole. So when I told myself that if I were pregnant, I would treat myself so much better, I was just playing with that concept so I could imagine how would I treat myself if I were pregnant? Okay, I would feed myself better. I would make sure I would eat well. I would make sure I would 
slow down. I would prioritize my body and make it number one, make it first, instead of putting it at the bottom of the list of all the other things I need to do, all the other people I needed to help or tend to, you know, that I felt responsible for at that time. I would really care for my body in the way that it wanted. So having that idea and that concept gave me the ability to step into how would I be different? And then I thought, well, I could be all those things. I could be different without actually getting pregnant. (laughs) So in a way, it's like Byron Katie's uh, The Work, where she asks, who would you be without this belief or without this thought? I think she says, who would you be without this thought? And you get to imagine a whole other paradigm, a whole other world for yourself. And this is a bit additive. It's like adding something in that you feel you need in order to get to the next place or in order to treat yourself better or be more. What would that be? Lately, I've been wanting a life partner and I've played with that idea If I had my life partner now, how would life be different? What would I do with myself? And actually, I came up with all sorts of things. I haven't really wanted to write my book. I've just wanted to write poetry, which is cool. I'm okay with it. But I came up with, write. I would write my book. I would make sure I would exercise at least every other day because that's been feeling good lately. I would do more ballet. I would go see the horses. I would go outside. I would feel happier when I'm around my family. And when I heard that in my mind, I was like, why can't I do all those things now? And I can. So the idea is to act as if you have whatever it is that you're hoping for, wishing for, thinking that will bring more happiness or joy to your life or make it better, act as if you have that now. Imagine it and then feel into the energy of that. Embody and inhabit that energy. Be that. And move through your life as if this is the case. And so if it's something like... uh, (laughs) a life partner, or maybe more money, or a certain job, something outside of you. It is also a way of, mm, I guess for lack of better words, law of attraction or manifestation, but actually maybe the better word, the word that I like is creation. It's the way to embody creation and to create. It's stepping into the energy and the vibration of what you desire as if you already have it so that you sync up with that vibration. It is already you. And then it just lands in its place. Then you're just enjoying your life, the pleasure of your life unfolding. And all that is meant for you, that you desire, it already has some connection with your vibration and it's just in big part 
stepping into the alignment of it and releasing any resistance about it, anything that blocks it, anything that says no or that is fearful against it. And yes, all the things that have been blocking it will come forward. It's this inner call that says, okay, everything that seems to have stopped me from having this, from being this, come out of the shadows, come out of the closet. I'm cleaning up the cobwebs and let's take a look at all of what's here. Let's take inventory so that we have a clean space for this to arrive. It is like cleaning out your closet. It is like, you know, you want some new clothes. Okay, well, there's no room in there. You want to feel good with, you know, the new things. Make some room. Make it beautiful. But it requires looking at all of the dark. Looking in the places you haven't looked. Calling forward any energies that don't fit anymore and feeling through what all of that is. Maybe that requires healing and integration, being with the uncomfortable, being with the feelings that you've avoided or put away to protect yourself. And all of that protection is okay. It's totally your choice when to look at that. And then sometimes your soul says, yep, it's now. And it feels like you don't quite have a choice except for you do want something forward moving. Usually, sometimes we don't. I took it a little bit further or a different angle of it. And I said, what if I had my life partner in six months and even a family, which I don't really want to rush it. Like I don't want to rush having a family, but okay. What if I knew I were to have my life partner and then a family coming up in the next year, what would I do with this time? So just act as if things are arriving and you know that they're coming. For me, a big part of the struggle, the challenge is to trust fully that the things that I desire are on their way and coming when I don't see evidence. If I see even the opposite, it's really challenging to my belief that it's all going to arrive but I do know that things have happened magically, spontaneously, and very, very quickly even, where one day it looks like something and the next day it's completely full on what I wanted. Have you experienced that at all in your life? Have you experienced where the darkest moment is before the sun comes out, as I think Osho speaks to? I mentioned it in uh, this episode, Lie Down is Dead, in his um, practice of being in the unknown, in the dark, in the womb space, in the latent space where things are forming, and being comfortable there. 
And you can find that episode at CandiceWu.com slash lie down as dead. And it'll be in the show notes. So you can play with this in any way you want. You know, some people have this thought that I'm not enough. I need more training. I need to do X, Y, and Z and learn X, Y, and Z before I can put myself out there in this expertise that I want to offer. If you are someone that actually has had a lot of training, maybe you are ready, more ready than you think. So yeah, there's a logical end of this, but play with the idea. What if all my training were enough? What would I desire? What would I be inspired to do or compelled to do? The answers may surprise you. Let them surprise you. If I were perfect, you know, if you deal with perfectionism, I know in my past self I would have resonated with that more, but maybe it resonates with you now. If I were perfect or if things were perfect, however that be in your mind, then how would I feel? What would life be like? How would I dress? How would I move through the day? What would I do with my time? Who would I connect with? How would I feel in just walking down the street or in in safety level or in courage, inspiration? What would I do if I knew I were completely supported? What would I go for if I knew that I would be successful? So when I do this, I end up seeing some of the ways in which I either hold myself hostage from happiness or peace or joy. You know, I just have this concept in my mind that I can't be that until X, Y, and Z. Or I can't feel that way until I have something else. So it's a dependency, codependency on things manifesting in a certain way, a codependency on external factors, on internal factors as well. And yet we are completely whole. We are whole. We just need to tap into those places that are shut down in us or lost to us, that we close off. Someone recently mentioned they're not interested in relationships in intimate ones and they've had a string of bad ones and they pick the wrong person. They always pick the wrong person and they don't know how to walk away or speak up or they haven't historically. So what if you were to pick the right person? What would that feel like and who would that be? Let yourself dig in and excavate new territory. Get familiar in the new territory, in the place that your habitual energy 
or mindset and mindset go. Your habitual body movement too. And so it does bring up that codependency, as I mentioned, and sometimes brings up parts of me that I begin to be aware of that I think I'm missing or that I think I don't have or cannot have. So it brings up the lack. It brings up the scarcity in me. It brings up the deficiency, the thoughts about it. And it reminds me when I sense it, then it reminds me that, no, none of that's really true. I'm, I am whole and I have access to all possibility. When I think about life partner, you know, what is it that having a life partner brings me now that I so desire? What am I missing? So it turns out I do think I'm missing something, a certain kind of support, a certain kind of sharing of life together with someone. It gave me a window into what I could give myself. And all of those things, feeling someone else's support, feeling inspired by someone, feeling like someone's got my back and really validates me and gives me affection. I can do that. I know it's not the same and it's definitely not the same, but why don't I step up my own game? Why don't I upgrade in my own self-love and care and support and standing behind myself. So we get to integrate the places in ourselves where we don't even know we are depending on other things or external factors or the next thing to give us. We just bring more of ourselves forward. So what are the things that you're aware of that you really want in your life? What do you feel anxious about or worry about? Could you then play with those ideas in your mind? Like a word pun, like a spoken word poetry, like a rap song. Play with it. Play with the energies. Play with what door or window opens up when you have the thought, what if I had that? Act as if it were now. Act as if you are already that and have whatever it is that you think you need. Oops, there's my alarm. I have a client coming up and uh, actually it's perfect timing because this is all I have for today. Enjoy playing with your own energies, your own frequencies, your capacity to be fuller in yourself, to be more of yourself, to be yourself. This is the full you when you fill into those capacities, fill into those vibrations. Thanks so much for joining in with me today. I recently published a poem that relates to this concept of trust and playing with mm, your inner world, the 
the inner and the outer. And uh, it's called Happening. And it's on the podcast through the Reverie series. Reverie was meant to be these juicy, inspirational, artful pieces created by me or others, mostly they're by me right now, that can give you some soul or spirit nourishment, something for the heart, something playful, something yummy. You can find the poem that relates to this episode at CandiceWu.com slash Reverie 3. It's so great having you today. The podcast really thrives on your support. It definitely takes money and time and effort in the behind the scenes. So your contributions, even a dollar, is really helpful, especially if you just send it straight through Venmo. You can send it to at Candice-Wu-2 and just make a note that it's for the podcast or go to my website at CandiceWu.com slash support. If this podcast has touched you in any way or given you something that's helpful or you just want to give back to someone doing something in the world, (laughs) I would really appreciate it. Thanks so much for all your likes, your shares, and your comments. And you can always stay connected with me on Instagram at embodyyournature or sign up for my newsletter, which comes out really periodically now at candicewoodcom slash embody. See you next time on the Embody Podcast.